Grab a front row seat to the untold stories as we talk about how to live life on your terms. You're officially part of the inner circle. Welcome to Courtside with Courtney. And don't worry, I comped your ticket. Welcome back to another episode of Courtside with Courtney. Today, I want to talk to you guys about something that I think is my superpower, and it's not a skill that I was born with. It's a skill that I feel like I've really developed, learned, worked on, and worked out over the years, and I want to impart this skill on you guys because I think this is the single thing that has gotten me through some really hard times, whether it's deeply traumatic, dark things or sort of trivial daily inconveniences, champagne problems. I think that this particular tool helps the entire range of things, whether you're just having a shitty day or things are off, mercury is retrograding, or you have experienced something really, really hard, like actual loss in your life. This one skill has helped me get through the days and that is reframing. What do I mean? To me, reframing looks like shifting your mindset and changing the way that you see a situation in order to give yourself a different perspective to be able to function, see things differently, or in best case scenarios, actually have a positive outlook. I also think reframing helps me with things like feeling empathy for other people in their situations, like just having a better, more well-rounded view of a situation and not being so self-centric. Reframing is everything. It also helps you to get outside of yourself. It helps with anxiety. This has just helped me with so many different things. So I want to talk to you guys and give you some tips and things that help me reframe situations and have helped me a lot over the years. It's all about redirecting your mind. When you get in this negative spiral, whether it's negative self-talk or something really hard happens to you, it's easy to almost like hyper-focus on the one negative thing. So I think it's all about learning how to flip the script and flip the perspective. One of the ways that I like to do this in general is to have boundaries. Boundaries are so important in every area of life, whether it's a friendship, within your job, your like career culture, or your romantic relationships. And honestly, even with yourself, with your kids, like boundaries are essential. And the thing I've really learned about boundaries lately is that Other people will not always respect your boundaries. That is simply not their priority, but it has to be yours. So even though other people won't respect your boundaries all the time, if you respect your own boundaries, there's a lot better chance of setting up that like force field around yourself, essentially. I also like to really feel things and let them pass through me. So this in no way is like a toxic positivity thing. I'm not saying don't feel it. Don't think about it, like shove it under the rug. Definitely need to think about things, process them and feel them. But also once you've processed, felt the things and gone through it, like let it pass through you, you can actually reframe it in order to go about your day, go about your life. So getting perspective for me is all about a mindset and I like to flip the script. I'll give you guys a couple of examples of how I like to do this. So one example is say you get into a fender bender. Say you have a brand new car and you get into a fender bender in a car accident and you're leaving the gym. It's like 930 in the morning and you get into a fender bender. It's so easy in that moment to spiral and think, I just got this car. Now I'm late for my meeting. I have to 
sit here and spend my time dealing with this. I have to call my insurance and talk to this person and call their, talk to their insurance. And this is going to cost me so much money. And it's really easy to negatively spiral in a situation like that when you aren't flipping your perspective. But when you learn to flip the script in this situation, everything changes. And the way that you view this is so drastically different that your whole outlook will evolve. So for me, that looks like finding gratitude in a situation. This is huge. I think when you become grateful for the positives, instead of hyper-focusing on the negatives, everything changes and shifts. So in this car example, and I'll give you guys a couple of examples, because I think for me, that's probably most helpful thinking through like specific scenarios. So when I think about the car, instead of focusing on the wasted time and the or the lost time and the money and the insurance and all that, I would start thinking of positive things in the situation or other people who are in far worse situations than I am. So number one for me in this would be like my health at this point. I'm healthy. I'm good. I didn't get really hurt. Maybe my neck hurts a little bit, but I'm okay. I'm not in the hospital. Nothing's broken. The other person that was driving the car is healthy. They're okay. So that alone is something to be grateful for and such a blessing. So that's one. And then you think, okay, I have the income to afford a car. That's such a blessing. So many people can't afford a car. So I'm very grateful that I even have a car in the first place, that I can afford insurance, that I even have insurance to call to get this on the record. Like All of those things are so good and there's such positives in the grand scheme of things that if you focus on those, you will shift your perspective for everything. And it might even sound a little bit cheesy, even if you say don't have a car and there's a completely different scenario, it's easy to sit and focus and say, well, you have a car. I don't, that's so, that's easy for you to say. But in any situation, you can learn to flip your perspective. So take something a lot darker and not um, as trivial as like a fender bender. Okay. So when my dad passed, and obviously I couldn't do this in the minute that my dad passed, that obviously wouldn't have been healthy. So again, there is absolutely a place and time to process something, go to therapy, get help, journal about it, do all the things that are really going to help heal you over time. But I think that there's a huge difference between the people who learn to flip their perspective eventually and the people that never do with how they go about the rest of their life. So I'm not suggesting that this in a case of something being really hard and dark like that, that you can do this in an instant and your day flips and everything's better. But I am suggesting that eventually you can flip the script on something that's really hard and dark like that as well once you've taken the other actionable steps. So for me, with my dad, now that a couple of years have gone by, I'm able to look at that situation and say, you know what? I could say this. I miss my dad. Fuck cancer. I can't believe my dad died. This isn't fair. Now I don't have him anymore. I miss him every day. Kinsley doesn't have him. My mom's alone. Like I could sit here and think of a hundred reasons, trust me, why it sucks that my dad isn't here. And all of those reasons are true. But instead, because I want to live a positively focused life and find fulfillment in life and like overall peace and happiness, I choose to flip the script on that. So how that looks for me personally, is understanding that I I now have this deep level of gratitude surrounding the fact that I had such an amazing dad. 
instead of saying, I only got my dad for 30 years, that's not fair. I still need him. And I do. It's still true, right? I still do need my dad. So it doesn't negate those things. But instead of focusing on those things and saying, my dad's not here and I need him, I focus on my dad was here for 30 years. I got 30 years of being raised by someone who was amazing. This like amazing, incredible, entrepreneurial, kind, funny, charismatic, brilliant, family-oriented human. I got to be raised by him for 30 years. So he obviously alongside my mom and my own life experiences built me into the person that I am. And for that, I am eternally thankful and grateful. And the minute that I have found that gratitude, I feel like stories started pouring in. God started like showing me all these crazy things around me where I I hear stories constantly about people who lost their dad when they were four or who had the worst dad who did X, Y, Z things to them and and or never had a dad, never met their dad, all these things, right? Or whose dad struggled with things that have traumatized them into their adulthood forever. So maybe their dad's 80, but awful and really hard to deal with. And so I think the minute that I started to adopt the gratitude in every situation, no matter how hard it was, it made every day better and a little bit easier as much as it never gets easier. Learning to look at things through a lens of gratitude will absolutely change your perspective. And the cold hard truth is I don't get to bring my dad back. I don't get to have not dealt with things that I've had to deal with in my life. You don't get to choose and neither do I. And so you have two options. You can either choose to stay wounded and hurt and pissed off, or you can choose to heal and change your perspective and reframe things in a way that allows you to be happy. And I choose that every time, all day. If you notice, this is one of those things where you're looking, you're thinking about buying a blue Jeep and so now you see blue Jeeps everywhere. But now that I'm saying this, I want you guys to focus in on this and you'll find it. It's going to become magnetic for you no matter where you go. There are people that you can tell have not decided to reframe anything in their life. And again, it's a conscious decision. I didn't just wake up and everything in my life was reframed. I did these like mental exercises with myself where I actively sat there and I thought of things that I was grateful for within the situation. You can write it down. You can do it in your head. Whatever works for you, everyone's process will be different because this is very personal. But you have to actively go and reframe things. It doesn't just happen for you. But now that I'm saying this, you'll start to see in your life who reframes things and who doesn't. I have people in my life that I've met that are still complaining about things that happened to them in high school and they're 60. Or, you know, like you you start to realize that instead of learning the lessons and letting life happen for you, there are people who let life happen to them. And the reality is that you kind of just don't get to choose. Of course, Every action that you have is going to create some sort of like ripple effect in your life. And and yes, our life is full of choice, but there are things that just happen and they're out of your control. And for me, the sooner I learned 
that I can't control everything, the happier I've become since then. And it's still something that I work on. And I think it is an acquired, learned, practiced, and worked out skill. It's just not something that you wake up with the next day. So I'll give you guys a couple of other examples. Take a breakup. Say somebody breaks up with you and you're heartbroken and it's terrible and it's just brutal. You're crying and it's been weeks and you fucking hate it here. And that's a little thing that I always say to my friends that I've sort of become known for saying over time, I'll say, I hate it here or I love it here. And it's just a joke. Obviously, it's not meant, it's not intended to be like, I actually hate something, but it's just being silly. But to me, it's like if you're in that place where you're stuck and you're down in the dumps about something and you just can't pull yourself out of it, you have to reframe the situation. So say you've had a breakup. It's the worst breakup that you've ever experienced. You thought this person was the person for you and they've told you, you know what, you're just not for me or they cheated on you or they broke your heart in some way. Instead of sitting there and thinking, I'm so unlucky in love. I'm going to be alone forever. I'm never going to find anybody. This sucks. I can't believe this happened to me. Everybody else around me is in wonderful situations and I have to deal with this shit. So that's perspective one. And perspective two is what an opportunity for me because now I have learned earlier on that this is not my person. This person is not for me. We could have gotten married and they cheated on me. I could have had a kid with this person and then they chose to go and do these things. It's also an opportunity for you to actually find your person. Because at the end of the day, why would you ever want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you? Never convince someone of your value or your worth. So if someone comes to you and they tell you, I don't want to be with you, it's really not sad. It's just more information that you're computing. It's just more things that you're learning. It's just, you know what? Okay. Well, I don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me. So thank you for being honest. Got it. Why would you ever want to be in that situation? And you could have been in it for so much longer. So say it was a year and it's, I wasted a year of my life. It's, or you could have wasted 10 years of your life. That would have been worse. So start thinking of essentially like how it could have been worse in a way. I know that sounds weird, but it works. And then you're able to see how grateful you should be for something because you can more clearly see the situation from this like bird's eye view. Say you're in the gym and For me, my left leg is significantly stronger than my right leg. Ironically, I'm right-handed, but I'm left-legged. I don't think that's the right way to say that, but like I do all of my cartwheels and everything, my gymnastics, like with my left leg first, it's my stronger leg instead of my right. And my trainer and I used to joke around and he would call my right leg the leg of opportunity. And it's the same shit, you guys. It's like, this is the area of opportunity for me in my in the gym, like this side I need to work on. My arms have felt so much weaker for like the past couple of months, like post getting my boobs redone. So now it's a new goal of mine. Feel strong again, not to look a certain way, but just I want to feel strong again. Also, Kensley is growing. Her body's growing, doing amazing things. And I want to be able to hold her for longer again, keep getting stronger. So it's like finding new ways to reframe things. This is the leg of opportunity, baby. This is not the weak leg. It's the leg of opportunity. And I feel like if you start seeing other situations like that in your life, it's an opportunity. Take getting engaged and having to publicly call it off in front of a million people because the person was really abusive and it was I mean, aside from losing my dad, one of the absolute worst years of my life. 
that could be framed or seen as, wow, this is fucking terrible. I came on, I announced something that I thought was happy. This person changed and now I'm stuck in this awful situation. You know, who knows what people are saying about me and gossiping and talking about me and I'm fucking traumatized now and this is awful. Or I can think, wow, I'm so glad I saw these things before I got married. I'm so glad I saw these things and was able to do something about it, was strong enough, had the will, power, and the gumption, fuck that, to get out of the situation. I'm so proud of myself for that. And that's huge. So I allowed that to actually build my self-confidence instead of take me down to rock bottom where it could have easily taken me. And Again, it's all based on a flip perspective. I also have the perspective when it comes to that of now I have the privilege as much as for a long time I didn't want that. I didn't want to be known as the person that had to come on and talk about all these really hard, shitty things. And then I flipped my own mindset after struggling with it, that it's a blessing and I'm grateful that I have these lessons that I can come on and tell you guys about. The amount of things that I learned from that situation and the amount of people who have reached out to me over the years and said, you sharing bits and pieces of this, of what love bombing looks like, of what to do in certain situations, how to recognize things and get out of them. That's helped me so much. Those things are what makes that worth it for me. Would I wish what I went through on my worst enemy? Absolutely not. Do I wish it didn't happen to me? For sure. But I don't get to go back and erase that. If I had that power, we'd be in a whole other place, but I don't get to go back and erase that. So all I can do is control my outlook and that's it. And so for me, I'm thankful and I'm grateful that I get to come and be a voice for people who have not only been in certain circumstances and situations, whether it's the loss of a parent or divorce or single parenting or all these things that are objectively hard things that people don't go into situations wanting, like just calling it what it is. But if I can provide any kind of positive outlook for people and perspective shift on that, I'm so grateful. So that's one of the reasons that I try to be as vulnerable as I can with you guys and talk about things so that it's helpful. So that's another positive thing that happened from a really negative experience. So learning to reframe things through finding positive, tangible things that happened because of this negative situation. So if we can't go back and change it, all we can do is reframe it. Don't let things that are happening around you and swirling around you because life will always be happening and sometimes it just comes fucking fast. Do not let the things that are happening around you dictate what is happening inside you. The minute that you start feeling, it's like being in a shitty car. If you've ever driven a shitty car or if you have a shitty car, we've all had one, you feel the bumps so much more because the car isn't built as nice. And so when the road is rocky, you feel it and it is not comfortable to drive opposed to when you have a nice car 
everything is smooth. You've got the suspensions. I think that's the right word. Don't fact check me on that. But you've got like everything going in the car and it's built really well and you don't feel the road when it's as bumpy. That's my goal for me as a person. And that's my goal for you guys is that you're strong enough in who you are and your perspective on life that you can learn to flip things, you can learn to reframe them, and the road will not feel as bumpy to you. It doesn't mean the road won't be as bumpy. We can't change the road. The road is there and it's bumpy and they're still doing construction on it and it sucks to drive sometimes and sometimes it's smooth, but you can control the car that you're driving the road on. And to put your playlist on or put your podcast on, listen to something and breathe, have something lovely and sparkly that you're drinking in your cup holder and you just drive down the fucking road and the bumps are still there, but you can barely feel the pothole because you're driving at the right speed and the atmosphere inside the car is nice and your seat heater is on and life is good. And I think if you think about yourself like that car and you can really regulate yourself everything around you becomes a little bit easier because you don't give the power to external things. And by the way, all the times in my life when I've had the hardest, most most toxic relationships were the times when I gave other people too much, and this goes for romantic or friendship, too much power. When I gave other people too much of myself or too much control were the times when someone doesn't text you back. If you're talking to a guy and they don't text you back and the next week of yours is ruined and it completely consumes you and you can't think of anything else, like you have given away too much of yourself and you need to re-acclimate and check all the air in your tires and make sure that you got gas in the tank and a good song playing, like re-acclimate yourself and focus on your inner surroundings, not your external surroundings. So the way that you can actually learn to do these reframings, I think you can pick the setting that you do them in. Sometimes for me, I'm just sitting on my like infrared mat and I'm sitting there with my coffee, with my cloud foam on top of my coffee and I'm enjoying it and I'm thinking through something. Sometimes I need to get out of the fucking house. Sometimes I have to go on a drive. Last week, I was really stressed out one day and I went and I sat in the grass of the curb of my house and it was sunny outside And I took my sweatshirt off, had like a tank top under, and I just laid back in my grass like a kid. And I sat there and I took a couple deep breaths and I walked inside and I got it together. Sometimes I like to take a hot shower and I focus on things that help me and make the experiences a little bit better. So if I'm going on a physical drive, I know we're trans, we're, going from talking about yourself as this car to talking about actually driving a car. But if you actually go and you drive a car, I like to put on a podcast or a favorite song of mine, or I go and I grab an iced tea or I do something to make the drive a little bit more enjoyable. I drive down roads that I really like. Where I grew up, it's really hilly. And so I like to go and drive those roads. It just helps clear my mind. Some people hate driving. So Think of whatever it is for you that makes you feel better. I love to go to the gym because I can put on music and I feel like a bad bitch and I walk into the gym with a cute outfit on. But again, it's all about making it a little bit more fun and a little bit better and leveling up in those areas too. So maybe it's that I usually would go to the gym 
looking like a little bit of a scrub and I've decided today I'm going to step it up. I'm going to put a little bit of makeup on. I'm going to put my favorite leggings that just make me feel my best. I'm going to go to the gym in that. Maybe then I'm able to like get in a different headspace and think about this kind of thing. Maybe it's you hate the gym and you want to light a candle and journal, but I'm going to go make sure that I have a journal that I love and a pen that I love. I'm such a nerd when it comes to school supplies. I feel like having a pen that you enjoy writing with honestly makes such a difference. And I know that sounds insane, but it's just true. So browsing on Amazon, finding the journal, like a journal that you think is really cute or going to paper source or Barnes and Noble, whatever, just doing something that works for you as far as unwinding and allowing yourself to have that moment. Sometimes it's a combination of these things. I like all the things I just mentioned, um, which is why I brought them up. But I like to also cook or make my coffee or do something that feels like a little bit therapeutic where I have a bit of a me moment. And again, like we talked about in another recent episode, there's a whole list of don'ts if I need to reframe something. Don't ask like 900 people their opinion. Like it's not super helpful. You need to figure out how to reframe something within your own head and only you can really do that for yourself. Obviously barring like a therapist or someone, but don't just like go around sharing it with people because that can muddy your own mental clarity a little bit. Don't sit and instantly scroll. Don't stress out about needing your schedule to be so rigid that you're adding extra pressure on yourself. So I think that you can create your own list of do's and don'ts. I would also suggest getting out your phone, opening the notes app and coming up with an entire list of these do's and putting it in your notes app. Because when you start to struggle with things like anxiety or you're feeling really overwhelmed or you're down or you're sad because you just got broken up with or whatever it is, it can be hard to reframe those things if you don't have not only the tools of actually how to reframe them, which we talked about, in the first half of this episode, which is, again, getting grateful and thinking about all the positives and really mapping out here is the negative spiral. And you can even write this down. You can even write down, here's my negative spiral. Just dump it out on a piece of paper, basically. Here's where my mind could go. I miss my dad. This is the worst. He's not here to help. I miss him every day. Like Write the full mental spiral out and then reframe it on the other side. That way it's also not living in you. You're getting it out. You're not being toxically positive. You're not just shoving it under and be like, all right, you know what? I don't feel like that. This is great. I had the best dad. Like That's not what I'm suggesting to do. Again, a lot of this just takes time when you can get to a place where you can reframe it. But unfortunately, a lot of people never get to the place where they reframe it. And that's really where you can get stuck. And that's where your life can start to get a little bit dull and dark and kind of sad because you haven't taken the time to reframe the things that have hurt you. And you haven't really taken the time to heal the cuts. You just have all these open cuts all over your body. And that's a really hard way to walk around life. So I would suggest writing on one side of the paper, on one sheet of paper, the negative spiral, just let it all go, like let it out. Get a good cry in. I am notoriously bad at crying, but lately I've just tried. If I need to get a good cry, just let it out. Do it in the shower, do it in the car, do it alone, do it to your favorite sad song. Just let the cry out. It's okay. It's human. I'm talking to myself on this one. And then on the other side of the paper or on a new sheet, write all the positives. So this is where I want you to reframe it and really learn to view it in a different way. You write it all out there and focus on that. 
But in the front of your journal or in a whole different section, I want you guys to write out the things that help you feel better throughout the reframing process or where you want to be when you reframe something. Do you want to be on a swing set in your backyard? Do you want to be in the grass? Do you like to be driving in your car? Do you want to be on your couch, in a bubble bath, in your bed, like at the library, on a walk? Like, Where do you want to be when you reframe them? Write yourself a master list of things that help pull you out of those dark places so that when you're in the place, you don't have to think about these things and brainstorm. You just go to your list and say, you know what? I don't feel like going on a walk right now, but I do feel like lighting a candle and hopping in a bath. So just go ahead and make yourself a list. I think if you can learn to reframe things and have a positive mindset Everything will change for you. Opportunities, friendships, relationships. Be the type of person that you want to be around. It's so hard to be around people who are inherently negative constantly. It is really, really hard to be around people like that. And we all have people like that in our lives and you probably don't gravitate towards them as much as you do the people that make you feel good or the people who are vulnerable that you can talk to about shit. And a lot of that comes from the adversity of going through things and learning to heal from the things that you've gone through. It's the human experience and we're all more interesting for it. And I think we all want to surround ourselves with people who can be positive, but in a realistic way, like can have the conversations and help you through the process of how to get from point A to point B. People that talk about things like that, friends that help you talk through situations and think through things instead of just gossiping about other people's lives with you will go so much farther in your life. And you'll find if you pay attention that those are the people that you gravitate towards. The people that you can share your highest highs and your lowest lows with are your people. The ones that you can share the things that you're embarrassed almost to share or scared of or feel terrible about and then the highest like best accomplishments of your life. The ones that you can share both sides of the spectrum with are really the ones that you're going to want to do life with. Friendship is probably a whole other episode in and of itself, honestly. But when you learn to be able to look for those things and people, the people who support you in your highest highs and are there for you in your lowest lows without judgment, a lot of those people are people who have been through things of their own and have learned to reframe the things and don't take you and themselves to that dark place with you. So this kind of gets filed under be the type of person that you want to attract, whether it be in a friendship or in a relationship, be the type of person that you want to attract. For me, that's absolutely people who have like been through some things, but have grown and how who continue to grow. As much as right now I'm my favorite version of myself, I hope I'll look at this version of myself in five years from now and realize that you know, in five years, I'm my favorite version of myself and look how much more I've grown. I think we'd all be ignorant to think that this is the best it gets. I hope it never is, you know? And I think, I don't mean that in like this achievement, like you should always strive for more, 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 but like we should always strive for self growth. And this has been one of the most effective tools for me in growing as a person and actually growing and learning, not just having had a lesson and then said, you know what, that lesson like beat the shit out of me and I got to keep going, but actually learning to view that lesson with a 360 lens. 
learning to see that lesson from every angle, see what I could do better next time or what I'm proud of myself for, how it could have been so much worse, really reframe it. It will change everything for you guys. I promise reframing is a superpower. I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. I love you. Don't forget to follow along and rate the podcast. See you in my next one. Bye.